Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Burger in the WTOP Traffic Center. One accident working in Virginia. This is in Fairfax County. The accident reported near International Drive at Chain Bridge Road. This is over on Tyson's. Looks to be out of the way, though. Uh, had a brief delay on Chain Bridge Road because of this crash, but that looks to be all cleared out. Meanwhile, in Maryland and Montgomery County, for the continued closure, both directions of Georgia Avenue northbound and southbound uh, at the Beltway. This is because of the accident investigation of the crash that happened involving a pedestrian yesterday. On the southbound side of Georgia Avenue, you get on the outer loop. On the northbound side, you get onto the inner loop. Also, the exit ramps from both loops of the Beltway to Georgia Avenue are blocked an area to avoid. If you have to be in that area, though, watch out for police detours. Northbound 395, right lane of the ramp into the 3rd Street Tunnel. That is the one work zone going on in Washington. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Scattered clouds this evening with temperatures dropping down to the 30s. will be between 30 and 38 degrees by early Wednesday morning with mainly clear skies and temperatures tomorrow afternoon into the mid-40s across the area, but with wind chills in the 30s much of the day. Expect partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg is at 39, Arlington 41, Lanham 38 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to 30 overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, George Santos' old house seat goes to a Democrat tonight after a special election. The Republican-led House narrowly impeaches Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. One person has died and another is fighting for their life after a double stabbing at a local trade school. I'm Scott Gelman. Virginia's House passes the bill that lays the foundation for a new Alexandria arena. I'm Nick Ainelli. Surveillance video of two more men wanted for the stray gunfire death of a toddler. I'm Dick Iuliano. Tonight it was the Capitals 3, the Colorado Avalanche 6 in D.C. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. People who work in ERs have seen just about everything, but this might be a new one. As the usual business was taking place at St. David's North Austin Medical Center, there was a large crash and an SUV ended up inside the emergency department. The driver died. Leticia Estrada works at the hospital. Yeah, broken glass all over. It looks like a bomb just blew in there. Austin police say preliminary information indicates the incident does not appear to be an intentional act. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Bad news for Republicans in the U.S. House who already have an oh-so-slim majority. CBS News projects New York Democrat Tom Swasey will win a special election to fill the seat left open when George Santos was expelled from the House. The people of Long Island and Queens are sick and tired of the political bickering. They've had it. They want us to come together and solve problems. The House of Representatives has impeached Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the Biden administration's handling of the crisis at the southern border. But CBS's Nicole Killian says Mayorkas is in no danger of being tried in the Senate and removed from office. It's possible, for instance, perhaps this gets pushed over to a committee. And so, you know, if the committee chooses not to take it up, I mean, that's one way that it could get squashed or dismissed. Um, so there's 
there's definitely ways that the Senate could slow walk this or perhaps uh, not even bring it up at all. Thousands of flight attendants protested outside 30 airports across the U.S. on Tuesday. They want better pay and improved working conditions. CBS's Carter Evans says, in fact, they're demanding double-digit pay increases. They say they haven't seen raises in many cases uh, for five, six, seven years. And, And in some cases, not just before the pandemic, but back to 9-11, they say they took pay cuts back when the industry was really hurting after 9-11. So the flight attendants I spoke with today say they've got a lot of catching up to do and a lot of time to make up for. In Iowa, a huge turnout over a bill supported by the Republican governor that would define the terms man and woman in state law. CBS's Allison Keys has that. Hundreds of protesters showed up, many saying it is an attempt to erase the LGBTQ community and paint trans people as predators. It will place people in the line of fire. But supporters are calling it the Women's Bill of Rights. This bill will protect girls and women across Iowa. History made in Major League Baseball veteran baseball broadcaster Jenny Kavner has been named the new primary play-by-play announcer for the Oakland Athletics. She'll become the first woman to ever handle primary play-by-play duties in the major leagues. She has been calling Colorado Rockies games. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. And Wednesday morning midweek, it is February 14th, Valentine's Day. Mainly clear, chilly overnight. The low should be 30 to 38. Winds 15, 5 to 15 miles an hour. Where it's 51 to 41 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride on Wednesday. We begin with the latest this morning on a man who's died after being shot by police locally in Prince William County. He was accused of stabbing two people at a trade school yesterday, Tuesday afternoon. This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman brings us up to date, telling us one of the victims in this case has died. The other is fighting this morning for his life. I mean, you can imagine it's it's horrific. That's how Prince William County Police Chief Peter Newsham is describing the scene here at a training center off of Infantry Ridge Road in Manassas near I-66. It happened just before 3.30 Tuesday afternoon. They essentially were responding to was an act of violence situation in the training center. Newsham says two people were stabbed inside. One has died and the other is in critical condition. I can't imagine what the families are going through right now. Police say the suspect had a knife and officers shot and killed him outside of the training center. They're still investigating what led up to the stabbings. Newsham doesn't know if police have been called here before, but... This is a very safe area of our community. In Prince William County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 12.04. Big political developments Wednesday morning in Virginia. The state's house has passed a bill that would set up a sports and entertainment authority laying the foundation now for a new Caps and Wizards arena to be built in Alexandria. This bill could yield great benefits for the Commonwealth and the city of Alexandria. The bill passed in Virginia's House on a 59 to 40 vote. Democratic Delegate Sharnell Herring, who represents Alexandria, says she still has questions about it, but is on board, at least for now. While there is much more that needs to be worked out here, I'm voting yesterday to allow the debate to continue. While House passage represents a significant development for supporters of the bill, it now heads to the Senate, where it's on shaky ground, with some Democratic leaders saying they are strongly opposed to the plan. The legislation would establish a sports and entertainment authority that would fund much of the project by issuing bonds. It would own the land in Alexandria and lease it to Monumental, the owner of the Caps and Wizards. 
Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 12.05 Wednesday morning. It's my a bill aimed at slowing rising rent prices in Virginia did not make it through the state legislature this week, Tuesday. Two proposed bills on the table would have allowed local governments to adopt anti-rent gouging provisions, prevent landlords from increasing rent without at least a two-month notice, and set an annual allowance of up to 15% for rent increases. The Senate version of this bill was defeated in a committee, while the House version was pushed to next year. Now we turn to the latest this morning on an awful shooting death of a two-year-old boy in his stroller in Langley Park locally just days ago. While two men are this morning in custody for that crime, police continue to search for two others. Prince George's County Police have released surveillance video, which clearly shows the faces of two people wanted for questioning in the murder of Jeremy Pau Caceres. Police say the two-year-old boy and his mother were hit by stray gunfire last Thursday when two groups began shooting at each other. Two men have been arrested. 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Alejandro Tercios, both of Lewisdale. The surveillance video can be seen at WTOP.com. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Lisa Montgomery County locally are this morning investigating a crash that left a pedestrian dead in Silver Spring. This happened yesterday, Tuesday. It happened just after 8 last night, in fact, on Georgia Avenue. Police say this morning the pedestrian was hit by two cars and died at the scene. To Annapolis now in the Maryland General Assembly, where there is a move to close a loophole in a drunk driving law. This morning, WTOP's John Doman reports Wednesday the father of a Montgomery County police officer killed by a drunk driver appeared this week before lawmakers again to try to convince them to fix the bill and save lives. Maryland lawmakers passed Noah's Law back in 2016, requiring ignition interlocks like this one for anyone convicted of drunk driving. But when someone pleads probation before judgment, it's not a conviction, and thus a lot of people busted for drunk driving have skirted that tool. 51% have slipped through because of this. Rich Liotta is the father of Noah Liotta, who was killed by a repeat drunk driver almost a decade ago. He spoke out again ahead of a legislative hearing on a bill that hopes to close that loophole once and for all. Either they want to save lives or they're going to continue to have blood on their hands. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. Stick around. Coming up on WTOP, we'll shift gears. How much should you spend for your loved one on the day of the heart. You know, it is, after all, Valentine's Day this Wednesday. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in the midnight hour. 12.08, time to be exact. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And good morning to Ken Berger with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Bad news from the district. We've got an accident working now. It's eastbound 695 right after the 3rd Street Tunnel. Latest report is that all lanes currently blocked because of this accident activity with major delays back onto 395. So be prepared uh, to be uh, slowed down there a little bit and allow yourself some extra time. Also, a listener has let us know that Glee Road is shut down in both directions between Military Road and Chain Bridge Road because of the usual overnight work zone. We do have good news. Uh, good 
Good news, though, from Montgomery County. That accident shutting down Georgia Avenue in both directions between Seminary Road and the Beltway has cleared. All lanes are now open, and all associated closures of the ramps from both loops of the Beltway to Georgia Avenue have also been reopened. Also in Montgomery County, we still have the work zone going on on Bradley Boulevard. Both ways near Valley Road, be prepared for lanes blocked. Also in Montgomery County and Silver Spring 29 northbound between Fenton Street and Noy Street. That is all shut down with traffic going two-way on the southbound side. In Anne Arundel County, no work at the Bay Bridge tonight, so all lanes are clear, both eastbound and westbound. However, westbound 100 between 170 and WBNA Road. Right lane blocked. Northbound Baltimore-Annapolis Boulevard between Delaware Avenue and Ritchie Highway. The left lane is closed because of the road work. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Under mainly clear skies this morning, our temperatures are starting out pretty low, around 30 to 38 degrees. And today is going to be the first day with temperatures just below average, forecasting a high of 45 degrees. With gusty conditions, a wind out of the northwest, it will feel like we're in the 30s much of the day. We'll have partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 41 degrees in our nation's capital, midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek. Happy Valentine's Day, February 14th, brought to you this morning on WTOP by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence, decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP, Wednesday morning at 1210. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff. Inflation didn't come down as much as expected in January, staying at 3.1%. Inflation in the D.C. metro is higher at 3.6% in January. The highest metro for inflation is Miami at 5.7%. Discount grocer Lidl has opened its 26th D.C. area store. It's in Hyattsville. Lidl's U.S. headquarters in Crystal City is overseeing its East Coast expansion. The Dow lost 525 points Tuesday. That was 1.5%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Our first midnight check of Asian stocks this morning mixed this hour. The Nikkei this morning down by 291 points. The Kospi's off by 28 points. The Hang Seng, though, up by almost 24. The Shanghai is up 36 this morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. It's 12-11 on your Wednesday morning. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. You got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to work with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Back to midnight. You're 
with WTOP Vanteen Lane. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. It's the day of the heart. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you have a wonderful day this Wednesday morning. Right now we're at the midnight hour, mainly clear if you're just joining us as we head towards daybreak. Chilly, 30 to 38 for the actual low. Veronica said we should see some gusty winds moving through this overnight early morning, 5 to 15 miles per hour. We're at 41 degrees in our nation's capital right now. i Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning. On WTOP, time now is 1213. This is WTOP News. This Valentine's Day, many of us will spend some big bucks for that very special someone. And there is, believe it or not, an economics lesson here in why we spend so much. This morning, WTOP's Mike Marillo talks with Virginia Tech economics professor Jadrian Wooten. It's a big one. The National Retail Federation is really good about um, collecting data on this. So they collect what they call spending holidays. So spending holidays can be anything from back to school shopping. It can be the traditional winter holidays. Uh, it could be things like Halloween. Uh, and basically people are spending. Um, so for Valentine's Day, it's it's right behind like Mother's Day, Father's Day in terms of like how much we're spending. So we spend the most on back to school shopping. Uh, and then people spend about an average of like $185 or so. Um, so that's per person if you're participating. And so the prices can get really high. So if you're, I'll round up to make it easier and basically say, you know, you're spending about 200 bucks a person. And that can be really expensive, especially if that's not something that's easily budgeted sort of in your month to month budget. Or if it's something that you feel like you have to go above and beyond to really reach that value uh, and you end up going above 200, it can be really expensive for people. Did these numbers surprise you at all? I wish my answer was no. I would say it's probably not surprising that that is the that is that Valentine's Day is such a large value. So Mother's Day and Father's Day are the ones that are right before it. I think those for most people make sense when we think about, you know, we're going to treat our our parents to a really nice dinner, get them a nice gift. One of the things that's really important, I think, and the part that surprised me the most is realizing that that value is per person. So when you have a couple, you have two people that are essentially spending the equivalent of like 350, 400 bucks, and you're really just trading the same value to your partner. So if you're married, you know, you might be taking $180 out of your bank account and your partner's taking $180 out of the same bank account and you're just sort of trading those values to each other. There's probably better ways that we can do that to sort of show that we care about that other person and not end up spending, you know, 400 bucks to do it. And you say there's an economics lesson in just that feeling that we get when someone gives us a very nice gift to show their love. So there's a really famous economics concept called signaling, um, which uh, this is one of those key moments, I think, that the econ term lines up with what's actually happening. So the idea behind it is basically uh, you are sending a signal that you really care about that other person. And there's this sort of temptation to spend more money to essentially send a bigger signal. Um, so you're basically saying, like, look how much I love you. I spent $500 on you this year. Um, but, I mean, really, that is not a good way of spending money. There are, I, I think about some of my favorite gifts 
are ones that definitely did not cost the most amount of money. Uh, it was things that my partner showed me that they really cared about me. They took a little bit of time. They made something special. So maybe, you know, if you don't cook very often, maybe that's you cooking a meal for your partner. That can have a really big impact uh, on your relationship, and it's not going to cost you hundreds of dollars. And so I think it's important to sort of realize that that value is not a direct reflection of how much you care about somebody. That's Virginia Tech economics professor Adrian Wooten on WTOP talking with our Mike Marilla. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you Wednesday morning on WTOP this early hour. The Republican-led House votes to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas. Two people are dead at a Manassas trade school this morning. One of those victims is dead. The suspect was shot to death by police. Two people were stabbed there. And Democrat Tom Swazi flips it. He wins the special election in Virginia to replace George Santos. Keep it here for more on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available, too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Coming right up this midnight hour, Wednesday midweek, after traffic and weather. Why would you apply for grant money and then not spend it? An audit shows what happened in Maryland schools. I'm Kate Ryan. Good Wednesday morning. It is February 14th at 1218. Over to Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. Here's the latest word from D.C. Roadway Operations about this accident on eastbound 695. They tell us they have units on the scene that crash right at South Capitol Street right after the 3rd Street Tunnel. All lanes are currently blocked. Uh, D.C. Metropolitan Police also on the scene with this accident activity. Watch out for the detours on 395. The delay is almost as far back as Main Avenue. Again, the accident eastbound 695 uh, right at South Capitol Street with roadway operations and police on the scene with this accident. Also, we had a listener call and tell us and let us know that Glebe Road is shut down in both directions between Military Road and Chain Bridge Road for the ongoing overnight road work. On the Beltway inner loop over I-66, the new road construction, the northbound exit ramp is blocked. At the Roosevelt Bridge on the westbound side, bridge rehab operations blocking the left lane. Also reports there's some rehab operations on the eastbound side. There is some road work going on both directions of 66 between U.S. West 29 and Roslyn and the Spout Run Parkway. One lane getting by each direction. There was some slowing westbound. That's pretty much all cleared out. No delays on the eastbound side. Then 66 east of Nutley Street. Road widening operations. Westbound Central Lane and the right lane are closed. One work zone in Virginia on 95. This is southbound. The exit ramp near Dale Boulevard is blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear skies early this morning and only a few scattered clouds expected later today. The bigger story will be the chill. Temperatures today will be just below average. Average now 47 degrees, forecasting 45, but with a gusty wind, much of the day will feel like we're in the 30s. Again, just some scattered clouds expected for later today. You're partly sunny on Thursday with highs 48 
to 53 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 42 degrees at the wharf in D.C. As well, Oxon Hill this early morning, 39 sterling, midnight hour. Wednesday morning, midweek, February 14th. We're at 41 and holding in our nation's capital. And coming right up. In the minutes ahead, this midnight hour Wednesday on WTOP for you. This playoff-bound basketball team is getting kids excited to read. I'm Scott Gelman. Plus, how bullying can affect a young person's trust. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning, 1221 on WTOP. It's that crazy time of year. Snow, rain, wind. The weather and damage to your roof may be a crapshoot, but when it comes to choosing home improvement professionals, don't leave it to chance. Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the perfect solution, roofing done right the first time. They are roofing experts with over 40 years of experience and backed by, get this, over 7,000 Google reviews. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 1222. This is WTOP News. A bill that would create a pathway for undocumented children to access state-funded health insurance in the state of Virginia was approved by the state Senate on Tuesday. Now, the bill would provide, we're told, health care coverage for Virginia residents younger than 19 who are not covered under a group health plan or health insurance coverage of any kind. The bill still has to be approved by the Democratic-controlled House of Delegates and signed in by Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. Stay tuned. Also this morning... More than $42 million in grant money was dished out to Maryland schools with high concentrations of poverty over the past three years. But a state audit on this has found that millions of those dollars went unspent. The audit from Maryland's Office of the Inspector General for Education found that up to $12.3 million in grant money for schools with the greatest needs went unspent between 2020 and 2022. The problem, according to the report... A lack of guidance by state education officials that left eight local school systems with little to no written guidance on what expenditures were okay under the grant program. In Montgomery County, that meant about $3.3 million wasn't spent. Interim State Superintendent Carrie Wright wrote in her response that the State Department of Education is committed to improving its processes and internal controls. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Not all elementary school kids get really excited about reading a book, but for some local Prince William County students, all it takes is someone other than their teacher turning the pages to change all that. You have your Potomac readers here. You have LJ and Braden. Can everyone say hi to Braden and LJ? Kindergarten and second grade teachers here at River Oaks Elementary are getting a break. Potomac high school boys basketball players are leading the class and reading to kids. 
My arms aren't big enough to hold the whole world. They're coming once a week and inspiring the students to become better readers. So a lot of them will come by, oh, wow, you're so good. I just, you know, remind them, like, I was just like you when I was in first grade. The younger students are admitting they're more focused. Yes, I make it more interesting. I've been liking it. It's so fun. 